0: Keep you up at night. They haunt you in your dreams. They will always find you. And there is no escape. Welcome to the new mini series where each day we will hear the scariest, most horrifying tales from both distributors and suppliers throughout the month of October. This is Promo Horrors, the haunting tales. Your nightmare Orders, hosted by Taylor Borst and Stephen McFadden. Welcome back to another edition of Promo Horrors, the nightmare tales of your promotional stories. With me today, I have Taylor Borst with American Solutions for Business. Taylor, how are you enjoying October so far?
1: Hello, Stephen. I am loving October. I've had a great vacation. The weather has been okay in Minnesota (laughs) it's been a little it's been a little chilly but we're surviving uh
0: second winter third winter or just going into the first winter I guess Uh,
1: we're yeah we're on like first or second pretend winter and then eventually we'll get the legit one
0: Mm, makes sense well our next guest uh with us today is super special and I'm sure he has a lot of winter stories but we'll get to that (laughs) in just a minute here uh we I want to say a special shout out to hit promotional products Hit Promo has an awesome new line uh, they've had this year called AWS line. Um, For those of you that don't know, AWS was created to help give back to multiple charities. Um, So every order and every product that's purchased, that's part of the AWS line. 5% of all those goods go back to help support some amazing charities. So if you're looking to provide some purpose with your promotional product giving, that is an awesome resource and a great, great cause that they have going on. So Taylor, we, Do you know who we have with us today?
1: You know, he is a new friend to me, but I love how you guys met. (laughs) (laughs) The little Craigslist set up, right?
0: (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. So so with us today is Rich Patterson, uh, owner and founder of Patterson Brands, who's been in the industry for 20 years um, up in uh, Vancouver, Canada. Uh, Rich and I met actually through uh, the... The Comiskey personal section. <laughs> um, we 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 both got to, uh, were in need of a room in California for one of the Comiskey events, and we happened to meet and share an Airbnb, and the rest is history. So, Rich, how are you doing today?
2: Awesome, really good. So nice to be here. Yeah, and that that story is true. Unlikely <laughs> as it sounds, it's all true. That's and there got. is
0: no personal section on Conoskey. For those that don't are familiar.
1: <laughs> there might be. Somebody tell Mark Graham.
2: I think yeah, it's get... it's all personal on there, it seems like. It's real nice. It's a really great <laughs> community. So if people haven't visited, I encourage them to go there.
0: For sure. So Rich, you have some pretty spooky actually scary stories uh some promo horror stories so tell us what you got for us you got a couple of them what's first
2: well i I do want to set the tone i think because this is the great time of year in october halloween coming up and uh, just before i do want to say thank you guys for inviting me to be here and thanks to hit our our hit promotional our sponsors and for your listeners it's so nice to be involved in this kind of thing so thank you
0: awesome you got it thank you
2: So uh, yeah, our little company has been up here, uh, working in Canada for 20 years now, and we've always done a lot with Hollywood productions. So people may not realize, but uh, Vancouver has the number two um, by dollar volume production site in all of North America behind actual Hollywood. So after Hollywood, Vancouver Mm. has the most television production, movie production, and that's been going on for years, and we're just so, so fortunate because it's a huge, huge boost to our economy. Wow. Now for us, we've been doing a lot, a lot of crew gifts for these uh, for these productions ever since 1999, really, when we got going. So we've got uh, a lot of different clients there. And I did have a client about 10 years It was 2010, and the movie was called Final Destination 5. <gasps> oh now, my
1: God, I'm so embarrassed to say I've seen that.
2: <laughs> me as well. <laughs> and Taylor already has... Insinuated that it may be a surprise to people to know there was actually five. There might have even been more than five, but oh I, I lost gosh. track after the fifth installment <laughs> of the Final Destination teen horror series. But uh, And most of them were filmed here in Vancouver. Don't quote me on that, but I think they were. And for sure, Final Destination 5 was. It's
0: funny, the only scene from all of those I remember is the one with the trees and the truck. And I'm like, that must have been in Canada. So that, that makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, and I'm going to ask for a quick, this story won't take long, I'm going to ask for a quick bit of uh, listener involvement, participation. If you're at Google, go to Google Images and Google this, Fraserview Hospital, B.C. Fraser View, it's all one word, Hospital B.C. And you'll see some amazing images of this retired uh, or defunct now psychiatric hospital that was in B.C. since 1900, I think it was built. And it's become now a very famous movie set. So anyone who's filming in Vancouver and they need sort of an old fashioned psychiatric hospital or think like Shutter Island, that kind of look where it's like super spooky, old hospital, old army barracks, old psychiatric hospital, that's where they go to film. And that's where my client was. And uh, it's pretty unusual for these clients to say, to bring the product to set. But this product, this client said, please bring our 300 sweatshirts or whatever it was and deliver them right to the set. And I said, okay. So I drove over there, got there, unloaded the boxes, and then I could see these guys smirking when I was taking the boxes out.
0: Tell me this was at nighttime too. No, was was actually, nighttime. it
2: was actually in the, a really <laughs> broad, like sunny afternoon. So that was good. But then it really <laughs> went downhill after that because these guys were smirking and they said, we've actually got your check ready for payment on this stuff, but it's down with the producer who's in the basement. I'm like, oh, in the basement. Okay. <laughs> and they were giggling already because I guess they knew they'd been filmed. They said, we've been filming down there for two weeks. You'll enjoy it, which was code for you'll be scared out of your wits. <laughs> and sure enough, I had to go down three or four flights into the basement. And you can actually see some images on Google of the basement of this place. It is full on spookville like i was scared out of my mind as i went down sub level one two right to the basement following there was nobody down there because i think they were well eventually i found the room where they were filming but it took a long time and uh, i had to wander through all these narrow corridors and eventually i did find them the cameras were there the producer was there they were all giggling because I, I think they called down on the radio and said, hey, this this idiot's coming down to get his money. Aren't we funny? And sure enough, there they were. And it was oh, so spooky. So spooky. That's funny.
0: We should, we should try that with some of our customers. Be like, hey... We have your uh, we have your goods hidden, uh, but they're like in the basement of uh, an old condemned building or something.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was thinking maybe they were short on extras and they just needed help that day. That yeah. would have
2: been cool, actually. That would have been cool. <laughs> I've never had a chance to actually be involved in any production, so even though there's been a couple, I usually don't ask because it's not that type of you know. It's just being professional, like professional, here's your stuff. Yeah. yeah, but there's been a few times where I, like I'm a big uh, Stephen knows I'm a geek and when um when um the the next um terminator Terminator. was Mm -hmm. filming here i was trying desperately to (laughs) snore my way onto set but there was they weren't having any of it they were like no no sorry
0: i need to come deliver these samples to you uh when are you recording like yeah yeah
2: (laughs) so that's my spooky halloween story but i know this is about this is about product and we definitely have had just like anybody in the business out there, we've had our ups and downs. We definitely have way more hits and deliver way more successful products. But once in a while, you know, you miss. And I'll never forget one of the biggest misses I ever had was um, about 10 or 12 years ago, I had a customer who wanted to try some high-tech gifts. And it's hard to imagine now, but at this time, a small keychain that would hold had a little digital photo screen on it and would play digital photos was like a new thing. Mm-hmm. And my client said, "Yeah, we're doing this conference and we would like to. There's 3,000 people coming. We'd like to give everybody a keychain with a couple of images already preloaded on the keychain, which would show the images would be Vancouver and it'd be a nice keepsake. So when they go home, they can, put, of course, put their own photos on, but remember what a great time they had in Vancouver. I thought it was an excellent idea. Yeah, it's cool." Mm-hmm. So we worked with an, an ASI um, PPAI approved supplier who was ordering this product straight out of uh, China, I believe, and uh, the, the three thousand units came on time, uh, ahead of time, which was great. And uh, we shipped them to the client's o- directly to the client's office, and the two photos that the client had given us were all preloaded on all three thousand. But guess what? Solid. There was a virus also preloaded on all three thousand units. Oh, oh no. So So um, my client, they were real smart professionals, of course, and almost immediately when the boxes arrived, they opened up the boxes and they started testing 10 or 12 of them to see, could they view the photos? Could they plug the photos into their USB and add some photos of their own? And that's when they discovered, when they plugged the USB in to try and add some more photos,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: boom, virus. Mm. So I got this call, I think it was like a Friday evening of a long weekend and I was going away and the client was really, really pissed. Oh yeah. And I said, okay, I said, don't worry, we'll take care of it. And behind the scenes, almost right away, the supplier started doing the, what I call the uh, blame uh, blame avoidance two step. It was like, no, (laughs) there's no way that could have happened. And of course we sent the supplier a small sampling, like I think six or 10 of them. And they said, we didn't find any any virus on the ones you sent us. I said, well, look, the client's not lying. And I personally pulled, I think I pulled 10 out of a box randomly. I tried them and I I got a virus on all 10. So I didn't want to wait. And I do recommend that to people. It's just, you can waste a lot of time trying to, if a supplier doesn't seem like they're going to help, I think it's most likely they won't. And you don't want to waste a bunch of time on that. You need to take care of your clients. I was like, sure No problem. You know, we got this. I don't really care if the supplier's not going to come through. So my wife and I went to Best Buy and we bought one of those ten hub USB <clears throat> things. It's like a, it's like a little box. It's got ten USB connections. Mm-hmm. And over uh, a one week, we had about five extra days between when the event was happening, which because the stuff was a bit early. So we spent those five days uh, plugging all three thousand in in groups of ten, wiping the memory flashing a new memory in and the two uh, photos and uh, it took time but honestly it was worth it because the client got them back and they were all fine with no virus and everybody was happy.
1: Wow. wow. How much time did you actually think that that took? I mean I'm just imagining.
2: It, we worked it out because I, I really am I'm, I'm a nerd like that like I wanted to know after I sort of did the first two dozen I was like can we do this like can we really do this right we've got a 10 <laughs> hub thing and we It worked out to about 16 hours, like two full eight-hour days. Although we didn't do it like that. We didn't sit there for two eight-hour days. But it was sort of like three hours here, four hours there, over a week, and it got done. Oh, my
0: gosh.
2: Yeah. This is like
0: a nightmare just by itself. (laughs) Never
2: dealt with that supplier again. Like, uh, I know my last name is Patterson, but I'm half Italian. So it's really, really (laughs) hard for me to forgive and forget. You know, I was like, (laughs) no. (laughs) <laughs> no, sorry. You're dead to me. You're dead to me.
0: <laughs> well, what so, a way to come through though. I mean, that was, that was I know, clutch.
1: seriously. I, yeah. I mean, right away when I hear that sort of thing, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, why do we even try to sell tech? But then my second thought, <laughs> is, my second thought is, you know what? This, like something like this could happen. I mean, not exactly like this, but there are issues with every category. Mm-hmm. I mean, ha- has anything like this ever happened with another tech order?
2: Oh, yeah. We could, I bet you, and it might be interesting, we could probably do a whole thing on tech with not just myself, but any one of your other contacts and listeners would be interested because I find tech to be a really interesting category uh, of hits and misses. We try everything. Like, we just tried a self-promo book with NFC, if you know, a near-field communication chips. Oh,
1: yeah. And,
2: uh, oh, man. So we'll try anything here, and I love to experiment and be the the guinea pigs, and, and I often find these new tech ideas Kind of, they conceptually sound awesome, but the actual <laughs> reality of it, it doesn't. Like the NFC thing is very, very hit and miss.
1: Right. Uh, right. It's very high risk, high reward. It, yeah. It's awesome when it turns out. It almost yeah. seems like it's magical or something when it when it turns out. But when it <laughs> when it goes south, it can go south, huh?
2: Yeah. And then there's some things with technology that aren't even really the technology. It's just sort of human nature. For instance, um, Rumi had a really awesome. I thought an awesome concept two and a half or three years ago about the luggage piece. no this it might have been see if this sounds familiar it was the idea that you would um, get people to share to tag images on instagram yes. and yep. then you'd be able to output those images as single pieces customized tote bags or a customized yep. whatever right and the first time i heard it i'm like oh my god i love this this is so great <laughs> and the technology worked uh, sorry to sound wishy-washy like it it de- the concept it definitely worked it had a few little hiccups, but the thing was, human nature was really hard to get people to participate. Right? Because it was there. It was um, not a smooth. You know, it just was kind of sticky. It wasn't. You know, it was hard to get people to do it. The tagging was weird. It just never really worked, and we tried it on three different occasions, three different events, and had very low participation.
1: That's how so, I bef- felt about QR codes. Yeah. Don't you think?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's one of my friends concept. is a, one of my friends in tr- in Toronto, Canada, is a marketer, and I think he, I'm pretty sure he published a book, and it said every time you use a QR code, a kitten dies. Like this is how <laughs> oh, he's no. yeah he is really opposed to them, like vehemently opposed to them. So, Rich,
0: before we uh, before we let you go, did you did you say you had another quick story? We, yep. we have a few minutes here, but awesome. I wanted to give you another opportunity for another one. I think you mentioned it.
2: Okay, this one's low tech, and it happened very recently, and I'm really pleased and proud of the way our team pulled together. It wasn't my project. It was one of my team members. And it was, again, another ASI uh, PPAI approved supplier bringing product in from China. And there was a specific event date. It was for a party, uh, 200 pieces, a small, small gift. And this client had rebranded and they were doing a party to launch the rebrand and the product didn't show up on time. So despite us you know, issuing the P.O. and being in constant contact with the supplier, like this has to hit this date because it's for an event. And we were getting, yep, 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 yep no problem, no problem, no problem. And then the day before the party, finally, our guts told us it wasn't going to work. And finally, the supplier confirmed, yep, it did not ship on time. You're not going to have it on time. Oh. So we said we went back to the client who's a very good client, long term, spend a lot of money. And we gave them two options. One option is we could rush something for the party the next day, like something probably embroidered locally, because that we knew we could get it done, like 200 embroidered touques or caps, and they could use that as a gift. Or we would wait till the af- after the party and we would mail out the gifts with a nice custom made card and a handwritten note to every one of the partygoers. And they chose the second option, and I quite liked that. So we did. About a week after, they gave us the, a list of the confirmed people who were at the party with mailing addresses, and we just did a mass mailer. We used a really nice uh, recycled uh, paper envelope, so it was really low impact on the packaging, and a really nice simple card with the gift. And the nice, client, good safe. Yeah, and the client was happy, and the client saw the spinoff, which I saw ahead of time, which was that they actually got like a second chance to interact or engage with their... With their client with their party goers you know because yeah, this af-
0: extends the party yeah, yeah. this after
2: right, engagement so yeah i call that a, a lose win-win <laughs> started <Right>. off as <laughs> as a lose and we tried to salvage it into a win so
1: well that's great that you could because i feel like sometimes people panic and they don't see that there's that secret third door that they can go to so yeah that's that's great that you thought of that right away. So, so Rich, before we let you go, we always like to, you know, kind of end our episode with a Halloween-inspired question. So, my question to you is, since Vancouver is really kind of that second Hollywood that you uh, referred to, what is your favorite scary movie or TV show? Besides Final Destination 5, of course. Oh, yeah. After <laughs>
2: Final Destination 5. Uh This one's going to be totally date me, it's so old, but uh, I went to England with a friend of mine in 1982 and his family took us to see American Werewolf in London at the theater. We were 12 years old and I was scared out of my mind as a 12 year old watching American Werewolf in London. And I actually think also being nerdy is that it still stands up to this day. It's got some awesome, awesome special effects, which, and it's scary.
0: I've, I've actually seen that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Were you a, scared?
0: Yeah. 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 It's not not a not a family movie.
2: No. I <laughs> yeah, don't know what possessing they're like, let's go see American Werewolf in London. <laughs> oh great. <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome guys. Well, thank you so much. It was a, a lot of interesting stories and kind of some spooky tales there too. That was that was great. And I want to say a quick special shout out to Hit Promotional again. Thanks so much for the sponsorship and, and make sure everyone check them out. Check out their AWS line. Uh, They have an awesome way of giving some purpose with your promotional products where 5% of all the AWS line products go back to a variety of charities, which is just awesome. Taylor, Rich, it was awesome. Thank you guys so much.
2: Oh, thank you. You're welcome.
1: This has been another episode of Promo Horrors. Tune in tomorrow as we hear another nightmare tale from the promotional products industry.